Kiddushin Daf Samachvav, the last thing we were discussing was the question if a husband and wife were mitkadesh to each other and there was no witnesses, are they mekudash or not? We saw Rav Kana say, we're not worried about their Kiddushin, it's nothing. And Rav Papa says, it is a Kiddushin. And Abaye brought us three cases where someone made a claim against someone and we said if the person is quiet, then we do believe the one witness. We said it in regards to a person eating chalev, a person's taharot being tameh, and in regards to an avira being done with the person's animal, and the Gemara explained why we need all three cases. And with that, we're going to start Samachvav Amud Aleph, 12 lines in, at the end of the line where it says Ibaya, so now we're really on the 13th line. Ibaya lehu, the Gemara has a question. Let's say a witness says that this person's wife, she was Mizana, and there was one person watching, and the husband didn't deny it, he just kept quiet. Ma, what's the halakha? Do we believe the one witness, and he has to divorce his wife? Or do we say that one witness is not strong enough to make her a sort her husband? And Amar Eman, Abaye is consistent with what he holds. He says, we believe the one witness as long as the husband's not uh, denying. And Rabbah Amar Enon Eman, Rabbah says, the one witness is not believed because it becomes like anything that is promiscuity. And whenever we deal with halakha in regards to irva, you need at least two witnesses. And Amar Abaye, Mena Aminala, what's my uh, source that uh, if there is one witness and the husband didn't deny it, he is believed? There was this blind uh, rabbi who used to uh, read or used to say the Mishnayot in front of uh, Mor Shmuel. Whether he was late and he didn't come to the class. So Moshmuel sent the messenger after him. While the messenger was going one way, the blind rabbi was going a different way. When the shaliyah came back, he came back to Moshmuel and Amman. He said, uh, This blind person's wife was Mizana. She's a sortem. So the blind person came to Shmuel. I want to ask, is his wife mutatim or not? If you believe this one witness, go divorce her. If you don't believe him, then you don't have to divorce. Now, this is uh, Abaye's point. My love, aren't we trying to say, if you believe this one witness, he's not a thief, he's a believable witness, therefore we believe what he has to say because we believe one witness when the husband is quiet. And you see that's consistent with what he holds. Virabah will tell you, no, that's not what happened. What he was trying to tell, what was what Moshmuel was trying to tell the blind person was, if you believe this uh, witness, like two uh, like two people, then divorce her. Ve'ilo, and if you don't believe him like two people, lo you don't have to divorce her. Meaning it's up to you to believe him or not. Ve'amar abaye, and abaye brings another proof. Mena aminala, how do I know that if the husband was quiet, we believe the one witness? Detanya, there was a story, there was a story with King Yanai. He was from the family of all the, the Hashmonai family. 
שהלך לכוחלית שבמדבר, he went to an area, כוחלית in the desert, וחיבש שם שישים קרח. אם he captured sixty cities, ובחזרתו היה שמח שמחה גדולה. And on his way back, he was very happy, וקרא לכל חכמי ישראל, called all the rabbis, and אמר להם, אבותינו היו אוכלים מלוכים, בזמן שהיו עסוקים בבניין בית המקדש. When our fathers were building the second בית המקדש, they were poor, and they were only eating uh, salty things, meaning uh, vegetables. So we should eat also salty vegetables to remember what our fathers went to. Meaning the idea is to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu that once upon a time we were poor and now we're rich. And they put the salty vegetables on the table of gold and they ate. And there was a funny person over there. But he was a lit, he was like a clown, he had a bad heart, and he was not good. His name was Al-Azhar bin Po'irah, Al-Azhar said to King Yana, He told him, you should just know, the, the, the heart of the Pirushim, those who are separated, meaning the, the heart of the Hachamim is against you, they're not happy with your, with your winning the war. So he said, uh, the king said, Umayya say, what should I do with them? So this Al-Azhar bin Poira said, Hakim lahim batzitz sheben aynecha. So you should wear the tzitz of the Kohen Gadol, the head, the forehead band that he used to wear with Hashem's name. I wear it, and they would have no choice to stand when they're next to you. Now, Hayasham Zaken Echad, there was an elderly person there, Yehuda ben Gedidya, Shem Moslem is Yehuda ben Gedidya, Vayomer Yehuda ben Gedidya, Yanai Melech, and he told the king, Yanai Melech, King Yanai, Rav Lecha Keter Malchut, you already have enough greatness with that uh, king uh, crown, Hanach Keter Kehuna, Lezraosha Aharon, leave the crown of Kehuna for the children of Aharon. Because people used to say Yanai's mother was captured in Modi'im. And we all know that a woman who's been captured is Pasul So maybe he's not really her son, uh, his father's son. Or maybe even if he is his father's son, he's a halal. And they looked into it and they couldn't tell if his mother was captured or not. Either way, because he put, he took out the, the tzitz, they, they understood that the king was upset, they were upset. And Elazar bin Elazar bin said the king, Listen, you want to forgive them, you want to let them go, that's for a regular person of Israel. But you're a king, you're a Kohen Gadol. That's going to be your judgment? You're just going to allow them to walk all over you, embarrass you like that? So Yanai the king said, Umayr said, what should I do with Hachamim? So Elazar bin Poirah told him, If you want to listen to my advice, kill them. But Yanai said, What's going to be with Torah? So Elazar bin Poirah said, We all know that the Torah is wrapped and placed in a corner. Anyone who wants to come and learn, come and learn. The Torah is not going to be forgotten about Israel. And we could kill the Hachamim, but we're more worried about your honor. Right away, Yanai became a heretic. He stopped believing in the Hachamim. He became a Tzedoki. And he didn't believe in the Tosh because Because you should have told him right away. What about, that's regular Torah. 
about Torah Shabbat. Why? What's going to happen with Torah Shabbat? You need rabbis for that. Miad vatuzatz right away. The bed started. Al yedei Lazar ben Poira. It started by Lazar ben Poira, and vayharegu kol hachmei yisrael. All the hachmei yisrael were killed. Vayaola mishdomim, and the world was empty. There was no Torah. At sheba Shimon ben Shatach vehezir the Torah deyoshna until Shimon ben Shatach came, and he brought Torah back to what it was. He was uh, his brother-in-law, and uh, that's why Yanai didn't kill Shimon ben Shatach. Now, going back to the main part of the story where they looked into his lineage and they couldn't find out what happened with his mother, Hechidami, what went on? Let's say there was a conflict. Two people said she was captured, two said she was not, uh, she was not captured. Why are you relying on this group or relying on the other group? Rather, you have to say that there was only one witness. And the reason they were not poselim is because there was two witnesses. It sounds like if you didn't have two witnesses contradicting that one witness, we would believe that one witness. And it sounds like one witness is believed when we when he says that a person's wife was Mizana. Beraba will tell you that no, one witness is not believed when it comes to something that has to do with Ayrva. And what's the reason they were not Posel Yanai from being a Kohen? It was two against two. Like Rabahabar Minyumeme said in regards to a different case, it was Be'aide Hazama. It was the, the other two that were contradicting the first ones were there to say that you guys are not even good witnesses, you're lying. Hachanami. So same thing over here in regards to Yanai's mother. It was Be'ide Hazama. It was in regards where the second group is not contradicting the first group. Rather, it's saying the first group is not a good uh, is not a good set of witnesses. The second set of witnesses told the first uh, set of witnesses. How could you say this uh, this king's mother has been captured when you were with us on that day and you were nowhere near it? Or Rabbi explained, instead of the instead of the Yanai's mother, they sent a maid servant instead. Those who took her into captivity thought it was her, but they really switched her with another little girl, a maid servant. And the second group explained what happened. It's not like she was taken. No, you someone was taken, but it wasn't her. It was the maid servant. And Amar how do I know? What's my source? That one witness is not good to testify by Irva. There was a story with this pool. It was like a mikveh of a guy named Diskim uh, in a place called Yavneh. It had a chazaka of 40 se'ah. It was kosher. Everyone went there. Came out tahor. Then they measured and they found it was missing for, from the 40 se'ah. And called Arochin And all the Torah that was done of there, anything that Tame that went there and they came out, they said uh, said it was Tahor, we're going to say it was good up until now, and only from this point forward it's uh, it's not a kosher mikveh. And Rabbi Akiba held its time because we don't know when this became a not kosher mikveh. So everything that was done over here until last time we measured is going to be Tameh. 
And Amar Bitarfon Mikveh Zebahaskat Shalem Muhammad. Rabitafon explains this Mikveh was Kasher has a Hazakav being a kosher Mikveh. Misafek Ataba the Haseroa. So you have you have a Safek, we're not sure when it became less than 40 Se'ah. And from Safek, you're trying to uh, you're trying to say it's not kosher. Alte hasarenu misafek. You're not. You can't take away from this mikveh out of a doubt. It has a hazakav being kosher, and you have a doubt that, that maybe it was uh, it, it was not enough going backwards. You you can't uh, safek cannot take away from a hazaka. And Amar Biakiba Adam Zebehaskata Meomed. And Rabbi Akiva looks at it on the actual person. The person going in the mikveh has a hazakav being tame. So you're trying to say he's tahor out of a safek. We're not sure about this mikveh being kosher or not. You can't make him tahor out of a safek. This safek mikveh can't take this person out of his hazakav being tameh. And Amar Bitarfon, Mashal de Omedu Makriv Agabea Mizbeah. It's like a Mashal. A person's given a Korban on the Mizbeah. He thought he was cashier to do the work. Venodash Huben Gusha Venodhazan. While he's there, some, I guess someone told him, well, by the way, your mother is a Girusha Hadutsa. You're a halal. You can't work here. Shavodato Kesheraz. Really, anything that he did at the, uh, up until that point is kasher. And Amar Biakiba, Mashal, the Omedu Makriv Agabea Mizbeah. And Biakiba says opposite. That it's like a guy standing on top of the Mizbeah. Then they found out that he has a mum. Something's wrong with his body. He can't be working here. That whatever he did is no good. Now, by the way, Tosafot jumps to, to explain that the Mashal doesn't work with the way Rabbi Tarfon wanted to mention, wanted to bring it down. Meaning, according to him, with the Ben Gerusha and Ben Halutza, even if we find out later that there's something wrong with him, he's a Ben Gerusha, Ben Halutza's mother was a divorcee, but still the Pasuk says, we'll see why, the, the Pasuk says that it's kasher. With the Mikveh, it doesn't work that way. If we found out that it was no good, then it's no good, he's still Tameh. So therefore, they want to explain the mahlokit of Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi in, in two aspects. Number one, if we're not sure if there's water missing from the mikveh, do we say that the person is now tahor, or do we say he's tameh? Meaning, does he have a hazakah of tumah, does he have a hazakah of tahara? Number two, with the kohenus tameh, if he worked betumah, his avodas pasul, if he went to the mikveh but then they, and did his work, and then they found out the mikveh is no good, according to Rabbi Tarfon, whatever he did is good. According to Rabbi Akiva, whatever he did is no good. And on that aspect, Rabbi Tarfon brought his mashal that it should just be good the same way with the Ben Halutzan and Rabbi Akiva saying, no, it's like he has a mum and therefore it's not kasher. So now, Amar Bitarfon, Bitarfon tells Rabbi Akiva, Okay, you compared the, the person who went to the Mikveh, we're not sure, to Baal Mum, a person with a wound who worked in the Mitha Mikdash, that whatever he did up until now is Pasul, and I'm comparing him to Ben Gershav and Halutza, that everything he did up until now is Kasher. Okay, so let's see which one it's really compared to. If the case is like the case of a Ben Girusha Ben Halutza, we'll compare it to all Balmum. And if the person going to the mikveh, we're not sure if it's good or not, is like a Kohen who's working and he found that he has a wound on his body. So we'll compare all to that. So it Hiler Biakiva Ladun. Biakiva started comparing. A mikveh becomes Pasul. Even if one person is saying it is pasul, 
because we believe one person when it comes to Isurim. And the same thing when someone has a wound on his body, we believe him even though he's by himself. You can't bring the case of Ben You need two witnesses to say he's not a he's not a kosher kohen. Another thing Rabbi Akiva said, uh, uh, the mikveh it in itself is pasul and so is the person with the wound. And you can't compare it to the, ben, the son of the divorce, you are the, the one where the halitza that the reason he's pasul is because of his mother and father. So Rabbi Tarfon told him, Akiva, Rabbi Tarfon started praising Rabbi Akiva. Anyone who leaves you, it's like you're leaving a life. Now, Rabbi explains, This person with the wound, who is pasul, even if one person said he's, he's no good, he has a wound on his body, we listen to that one witness, Hechidami. What are we talking about? If the Kohen is contradicting him, he's protesting, no, I'm not a Balmum, do we believe him? Ella, rather you have to say, the Shatik, the Kohen is not saying anything. He's not even denying it. The Shatik, and you have to say the same idea with the Ben Rusha Ben Halutza. Someone told him, your mother was a divorcee and he's quiet. Vekatanet says in the Mishnah, Mikveh pesulo beyachid, ubalmum pesulo beyachid. The Mikveh can be pasul with one witness and so is the person with the wound. Ve'alochiyach Ben Rusha Ben Halutza shepesulo beshnayim. And you can't compare it to the case of the son of the divorcee and the son of the Halutza that you need two witnesses. And it shows you that you need two witnesses for something with Ivan and one's not good enough. The Abaye Amar, remember, Abaye held that if one witness came and said to someone that your wife is Mizanai, we believe him when the husband is not denying it. The Abaye Amar, no, we're talking about over here a case where the one, the Kohen, is saying, no, I don't have a wound. You want to know why we're believing that one witness? Because, because the, the witness could tell the coin, take off your clothing and let us see. It's one of those things that we could check and that's it. Let's just find out and uh, we'll, we'll finish the story that way. And this is exactly what the Mishnah meant. That both the Mikveh and uh, the person with the wound, it's something that has to do with their body. The Mikveh with the actual Mikveh, the person with his body. And therefore, you can't compare You can't compare it to the son of a Gerushah Halutza that the Psul becomes as a result of his mother. And that's why over there you need two. Now, let's go back to that halal. How do we know that if he by mistake did work, that his avodah is kasher? So, because it's a pasuk, it says, the service should be for him and his children after him. The fact that it says zera, it's ben zera kasher or ben zera pasul, it's all it works. Meaning it's b'diavad because at the end of the day he's called halal, means like hulin, whatever he does is no good. However, it, technically it's kasher. And Abu Adi Shumuel Amar Mehacha, he learns from a different pasuk. Barech Hashem Hilo, Fual Yadav Tirzeh. What does that mean, Barech Hashem Hilo? Afilu hulin shebo, even the halalin that he has, the not kosher kohanim. Tirzeh accept their korbanot. And Rabbi Anay Amar Mehacha, he learns it from a different pasuk. Ubata la kohen asher yeh ba'yemayim ha'hem. You should go to the kohen that will be at that time. V'chitale alatecha shadam olechetzel kohen shelo yabe'amav. Is it possible to go to a coin that wasn't during your time? 
Ela, rather, ze kasher venit halil. Rather, we're talking about a kohen who was kasher and became halal afterwards. Since he was kasher by amimahem, meaning before we found out he was a halal, whatever service he did it counts. Now, Baal Mum, the Avadato Pesula, Menalan. How do we know that Baal Mum, if a Kohen has a wound on him, that it's Pasul, even by mistake, it's Pasul? So, Amar Vuda, Amar Shemuel, the Amar Kra, because the Pasuk says, Lachen, Emor, Hineni, Noten, Lo, Et Beriti, Shalom. And then it says, Behait, Talo, Zaro, Harav, and so on. Meaning, what's Shalom for? Kishahu Shalem, Velok, Shu, Haser. The service works only when he's shalem, when he's complete, not when he's missing, not when he has a wound. shalom ketiv, but doesn't say shalom. It's not the same as shalem. It's shalom. Amar of vav de shalom The vav of shalom. If you look in the Sefer Torah, it's supposed to be cut, meaning it, it looks like a yud sitting on top of another yud. The vav has like a slash in between. And it's very fascinating uh, how you're supposed to write that vav that we make it look like a small vav or a long vav that's cut in between. It's one of those interesting uh, things about writing a sefer Torah to, to remember whenever we get to Parashat Finhas. Now, the next part of the Masechet is going to be talking about family lineage, which, uh, which person uh, one is allowed to marry and which person one is not allowed to marry and what happens as a result to the children. So the Mishnah starts, Whenever there's a Kiddushin, the Kiddushin works, and there's no Avera, meaning the parents are allowed to marry each other, the child goes after the father, and whatever he is, that's what the child is. We're talking about, it's a woman Kohenet Leviyahu Israelit Shenisu, and they got married Le Kohen Leviyahu Israel. The child goes after the, the, the father. So if the mother is Israelit and the father is a Kohen, the child is a Kohen. If the mother is a Leviyah and the child is Israel, the child is Israel, etc. Whenever there's a Kiddushin and there's an Avera, then the child is going to go after the invalid one. The Ezos are what are we talking about? Zo Almana le Kohen Gadol. If there's an Almana, she's married to Kohen Gadol. Gerushava Halutza. If she's a divorcee or she got a Halitza and she's married le Kohen Hediot, a regular Kohen, there's Kiddushin works, there's an Avera, but the child will be invalid. Mamzeret untina le Israel. If let's say a Mamzeret or a Netina, a Netina is one of those Givonim. Uh, that uh, David Melech and Yeshua Siddur cannot be part of Bene Israel. If Mamzeret or Natina married Israel, or Bat Israel, or a Jewish girl married Mamzeret or Natina, the child will always be which after whichever one of them is invalid. And the child will be either a Mamzer or a Natin. Now, number three, if there's a woman, she's not allowed to marry this specific person, but she is allowed to marry other people, then have a lad mamzer. What are we talking about? That's if someone was with one of the arayot, one of the people you're not allowed to marry, and if you marry, you get karet. In that type of case, the child comes out to be a mamzer. And the example would be if someone married a relative or an eshet ish, etc. And if there's a woman that she cannot marry this person or anybody else, then the child is like her. What are we talking about? That's the child of a maidservant. 
and a Goya. She's not Jewish, and therefore the child is like them, either a slave or a, a non-Jew, a Gentile. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.